This Rhythm and News podcast is brought to you by the Port of Seattle. Hi, my name is Mian Rice, the Diversity and Contracting Director for the Port of Seattle. As a public agency, the Port of Seattle serves the community and our investments should benefit everyone who lives and works here. The Port is committed to equity, diversity, and inclusion and to leveling the playing field. That means continuing to open doors to contracting opportunities to all, especially women and minority-owned and disadvantaged businesses. How can you participate? List your business in Vendor Connect, a database of contractors. Attend PortGen workshops to learn how to do business with the port. Learn more about contracting opportunities at portseattle.org. For more information on operating a concessions at Seattle Tacoma International Airport, visit lease.ctacshops.com. This Sunday, September 4th, the community will celebrate Black Heritage, Relevance, and Family at the 50th anniversary celebration of Family Picnic. With me to talk about the event is William Lowe, a member of the Roots Organizing Committee. Good morning, Mr. Lowe. Good morning, uh, Brother Chris. How are you this morning? I'm, I'm well, ready to go. Only a couple of days away, getting just a little bit of rest. We're going to be ready anytime after 10 o'clock in the morning on Sunday and all the way until 6 p.m. on Sunday. <laughs> all right. Uh, William, first of all, let's let's talk a little bit about the, the uh, Roots Family Picnic. Let's give a little background for those who may not be aware. You know, what is the Roots Family Picnic and why is it important, specifically as it relates to the local African-American community? Interesting, because there was a time where we didn't gather. We were kind of spread out all over the central area. We had clusters of families that knew their neighborhoods, but didn't necessarily know where everyone else was until we gathered at either a wedding, a funeral, or came together at church. And Arlene and Lecter Yarborough, members of our community, along with 19 other family members who were friends back in 1972, said, listen, why don't we get together uh, amongst ourselves and just have a little picnic? Uh, that initial year grew into the summer of 72, spreading the word as we, you know who we are, know how to spread uh, good news. And they said, listen, let's gather in Seward Park, a few of us. 300 people showed up. Now, you know, Seattle went almost crazy, 300 of us gathering, and no violence, just great camaraderie, kinship, friendship, uh, saw people that they knew, people that they didn't know, and that began what we will, um, what will culminate on this Sunday, 50 years later, of this is how we do it, and this is what we do, and we say roots relatives of old-timers, and that's who we are. We live long enough, we're all going to be old-timers. So whether you're young or seasoned, we're going to come together on Sunday, September the 4th, and do it one more time. And this one more time is the 50th anniversary. And for all of us who know our history, 50 is golden. This is our golden anniversary. Right. And, and wait, let's talk about... The the event a little bit, and how, as a generational event or intergenerational event, but at the same time, you know, many people, older people in our community are planning this event, but as usual, uh, all things that have a legacy must also include the presence of younger people as well 
if we would like for them to continue. So can you kind of talk about this event and how, you know, you guys have really been intentional about making sure that it was, this is an intergenerational event for the last uh, probably at least five to 10 years, um, if not even longer than that. But can you kind of talk about that a little bit in relation to uh, the event and its legacy? Absolutely, and I thank you for that, but I give plenty of accolade and admiration and adoration to the community uh, for their response, but even more so to the committee, because it has been one of the paramount things that we have constantly had on the top of our agenda. Not only is it a great reunion amongst those of us who are old or seasoned, but we want to make sure that all generations feel that there is a part for them. And so we have consciously reached out to make sure that, like Northwest Tap, those young people are so doggone talented. We've had drill teams come over. We have purposely reached out in even our entertainment uh, segments spread out throughout this, this six to eight hours to make sure that, uh, you know, yeah, there's some, some rhythm and news and blues as uh, KRIZ likes to always say, and we commend you for that. But also, we know that the young people don't necessarily know all the words to the Motown and the Philly. Um, and so they have a means of communication called legacy, called rap. And we want to include some of that. It's going to be in English. And sometimes it's a little risque in some of their intent. But uh, the message is clear. And so when you reach out, if you sincerely, as we do, want to make sure that there's inclusion, the invitation goes out far and wide, there is a place, and, um, and we encourage that inter-age inter, um, uh, to come out and join. It's not just for Grandma and Granddad and your parents. It's for you also. Um, we're not going to get crazy with it. We're still learning. But we have some of our favorites, and we even recognize some of the groups. Right. Uh, uh, William, let's, let's talk a little bit about the location of this year's uh, event, as well as its significance. Again, that's intentional. And when we looked at the lid of what we call the Seattle Parks and Recreation, call it the I-90 uh, Park, um, it, it started out with you know honoring Sam Smith who was the first African-American on the Seattle City Council. And, and so one of the parks, there are three parks there on the lid. And then as late as Jimi Hendrix, who has been a, a born and bred in this community, we wanted to have a central location where all points could be accessible. So whether you're walking in our direction, north, south, east, or west, buses come that way, it's 2,300 South Massachusetts, it's the Northwest African American Museum as a landmark. It's the old Coleman School, elementary school, if you go back far enough. I think everyone knows where the, the, where the tunnels are and where the I-90 lid is. And uh, you can find us, and even if you start in the direction and you're a little bit uh, lost, uh, do like the young people say, ask somebody. And they'll point you in the direction and just keep coming. 2300 South Massachusetts, absolutely free, no gates, no fences. Um, come on in, bring your picnic uh, basket with you. 
But if you're a senior and it's like, well, it's just me now and mama's gone or daddy's gone and I, I just don't want to cook for one, we have got to be 65 years or older in order to come into the senior tent. Ezel's Chicken has been one of the wonderful sponsors of being there. The central area senior citizens um, are bringing desserts. Uh, you don't have to go hungry when you come to the Roots Picnic. You don't have to go hungry uh, food-wise, and you certainly will not go hungry culturally. Right. And, and we, let, let's, let's talk about the atmosphere of the event, because th- this is a, a, a very, especially these days, it's a unique experience that if you haven't been to the Roots Family Picnic, you're kind of unaware of it. When you get there, you feel at home and you feel welcome. The atmosphere, you know, as I can describe it, and, and, and it's doing it in injustice in describing it this way, um, but it, it really reminds you of back in the day when you had a neighborhood and, and they had like a, a, a neighborhood kind of a, a, a block party or, or, or a barbecue where everybody was having like a, a barbecue going on at the same time and you were able to kind of interact, mix and mingle, go from, from, from yard to yard and enjoy good times, good company, and good food, and a really open and festive environment. And the Roots is, is, is like that to a certain extent, but it's hard for me to, do, like I said, I'm doing it a disservice by describing it quite that way because it's, it's like that but on steroids. Well, you're, you're, you're absolutely right. I ought to make you the publicity uh, manager, director of it, certainly <laughs> a, a cheerleader. <laughs> it, it, it's like a family reunion. And, and, and I always say the same thing from the stage. They've honored me by giving me the microphone just so I can add a little bit of direction. So here's some direction. If you know your name and you can share your name with someone else, there are no strangers. Introduce yourself to someone else. You'll see people that you haven't seen for years. Uh, they will see you uh, again. It's, and, and you said it so ably. It's like that neighborhood block party. It's just that we have three different campuses all joined together with beautifully manicured lawn and pathways. There's information from the uh, NAACP or voter rights, um, medical information, their, uh, genealogy, and I could go on and on. This year, one of the things that uh, happened is that the original drill teams said, you know, we want to share our albums and make sure we find out where some of the people are that are still on this earth. And so they're going to have a table and kind of dance down memory lane. There are no strangers at the Roots Picnic. Sometimes there's just people who haven't met before or people who haven't seen each other in a very long time. And we've got a commemorative. Frank got a chance to see it the other day. We've got a commemorative T-shirt that says 50 Years of Roots. This is a beautiful T-shirt. You're going to want one. You're going to want a Roots hat. You're going to want the food. And, yes, it is so festive and so open. People walk from table to table, uh, group gatherings, and they sample each other's food upon request, upon invitation. Don't just walk up on somebody and say, I want to try your chicken. But you know, people are proud of what they're doing. And I want to give you a little, a little shout-out. We are looking for anyone and everyone to give us information about some of the original restaurants 
that have been in business in the central area. We're going to produce a Roots cookbook for next year. So we want to hear about those restaurants you remember. And I used to, I, I still love it because I got introduced to it. Do you remember when we used to say, go over to Dirty Brothers Barbecue? Well, it was actually Hills Brothers Barbecue. It was on the corner, well, second uh, building from the corner of uh, 21st and Cherry. And, and what he did is he had his own pit. And so it wasn't an official Hills Brother Barbecue sandwich until he took that, that wonderful charbroiled hand of his, cut his own wood, had his own kiln, and, 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 and put that, that hand print as he it was so loaded with, with delicious barbecue uh, smoked meat. He put that handprint on the top of your sandwich, uh, white bread or whole wheat, and then wrap it and give it to you. And clean is all get out, but it's just something magic and something memorable after all these years about having that handprint, left or right, didn't matter, smashing your sandwich down, wrapping it up and giving it to you. You had to pay for it and taking it with you. Those memories are still there. And there's so many other restaurants that have been memorable to this community, owned and operated by us, for us. We're going to capture all of that um, in a cookbook. And we're going to give everyone an opportunity to swing by a designated area and say, do you remember when so-and-so, Miss Helen's, uh, 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 Jimmy's Cafe, Ayers Cafe, Long Island Cafe? Oh, I could go on and on. I'm a dinosaur. I was born here, so I know a lot. But I don't know it all, but all of you do. Looking forward right. to having you make that input. All right. Uh, Slow, I'm going to ask you to give the time, date, and location, and any special instructions people need um, for this uh, year's Roots Family Picnic. Come to have a good time Sunday, September the 4th. Any time beginning at 10 o'clock. Now, you know you veterans. You know you, know, you like to come early and stake out your spot. But from 10 to 6 on the lid, 2300 South Massachusetts, right there on the campus in the grounds of the Northwest African American Museum, Jimi Hendrix Park, Sam Smith Park, come down 23rd South, come down the Reverend Dr. Martin Luther uh, King Way South. All roads lead to the Roots Picnic. You can't miss us. We're not going to overwhelm the neighborhood by turning the volume up. But if you just come down on the bus, in your car, even walking, just turn your ear up to medium and you'll hear us. We've had 49 years of camaraderie and togetherness with love and and we're going to do it this 50th year of time. All right. So, Lord, I thank you for joining us on today's show. Um, and also just uh, look forward to having another great event this year, this weekend at uh, the I-90 LID. Thank you, sir, for having me You know, and I would be remiss, uh, uh, Chris, not to say thank you very much to uh, uh, to Bennett Broadcasting, to, to, to you and to Frank and to Chris H., uh, Dad and the family. Thank you very much for the article on the front page of the medium. Um, thank you for all of your support. And just two things. In the article, it said that we were members of, uh, of the breakfast. We're actually the breakfast uh, group. Um, 100 men who give back to this community, 100 men 
who are very well involved in Seattle Public Schools and the mentoring program, including our mayor, who will be there along with the fire department and all the other departments of the city. And one last thing, as I well, prepare hang, to hang leave on, hang you. on, we're about we're about to get we're about to get cut off. So I gotta I'm gonna have to cut you off because we're like about thirty seconds from being cut off. Um, the uh, a, a word has been quieted. Always opened up with the Black National Anthem, and uh, she was stilled and called home to heaven on Tuesday. I'll pick that up and run with it. We'll miss the Reverend Patronelle Wright. God bless Uh, her, and God bless all of you.